Okay, hello, and welcome to Innovations in Education, the podcast where we explore the forefront of educational advancements in higher ed and the stories that are shaping the future of learning. I'm your host, Kevin Hogan, and today we're diving into some of the most compelling and widely read stories that have captivated the education landscape here in eCampus News in 2023. From groundbreaking technologies to innovative teaching methodologies, the education landscape in higher ed is evolving at an unprecedented pace. In this episode, we'll unravel those stories that sparked conversations, inspired change, and are redefining how we approach how we teach and learn. It's one of my favorite times of year to be able to look back and see all the changes that have occurred. Took a time to have a conversation with Laurie Asione. She's our editorial director for eCampus News. And we hashed out some of the latest and greatest stories that appeared at the top of our algorithm search chart. You won't be surprised when you hear the acronym that tops that list. Have a listen. Okay, Laura, happy holidays. Merry happy Christmas. Holidays. Happy New Year, all that stuff, all that good stuff that's happening here. Always great to uh, have a conversation with you about what's what's going on. I always appreciate uh, your work and uh, kind of getting our readers and getting our listeners together on the latest and greatest in, in higher ed technology. This time of year is always fun. Kind of the end of the year, you can kind of look back and see what you know what trends developed and what the top stories were, and we're able to kind of go through the uh, the algorithms and, and pluck those out. Talk a little bit about your experience. You've been doing this more than a few years now at eSchool. I'm going to guess there was one uh, topic that, that may have taken over the oxygen in the in the higher ed room, but talk a little bit about uh, what happened when you, you went into the Excel spreadsheet to, to pick out the, the top stories of the year. Yeah, I think you're right. No surprise there. We had AI totally dominated our our most read stories. And I think we all anticipated that. But I think what is cool about it is when we look at the AI stories that are in our top 10 most read and, and even in our top 25 most read, we have a lot of pieces that touch on, you know, here's really how to leverage what is a, a relatively new classroom tool, this generative tool, right? Here's how it's really kind of shaking up higher education. And here's how you can use it without being afraid of it. Here are reasons why it is going to become an essential part of the educator's toolkit in higher ed. And, and I think that is really interesting because it shows a lot of open-mindedness and willingness to embrace what has been for some like a pretty scary thing, right? Because we still have worries about students cheating and, and using it for misguided purposes. So I think there's a lot of cool conversation about its potential, which I think when you're looking at higher ed as it's trying to innovate and meet the needs of its students, I think that's a really essential conversation to have. Yeah. And when when you look through the stories, they are, for the most part, constructive, I guess I'd call them, right? I mean, you can look at the, at the full spectrum of stories in the mainstream media starting last November, and it goes from everything that, from this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, AI is going to change the world for the better, to four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's all over. No more no more teachers. AI is going to rule us all. Have you found that to be kind of evolving or changing over the course of the, of the year? I mean, and as I said, most of the stories I think that ended up at the top of our pile were the ones where it was, hey, it's here. Figure out how to best use it. 
because it is a really great tool if you are an educator or an administrator working in higher ed. Yeah, I think that's the path that it's followed. And as an editor, reading what some of our contributors have to say about AI and how they're either using it or where they think it could really change things, I find it really fascinating. Even we've got a couple pieces, not in the top 10, but certainly among our most read that talk about, you know, with the onset of of generative AI, is this going to take us back to oral examinations in higher education and how that pulls in a whole bunch of different skill sets that our students really do need to have as they're graduating, right? They need to be able to communicate effectively in different ways, not just in writing. They need to be able to have back and forth conversations and and process information and respond to it. So that's something, that's another side of the AI conversation that I've liked, right? How is it how is it changing how we assess student learning? Yeah. Kind of get into the weeds a little bit. Are there any particular ones that stuck out to you as particularly interesting or, or resonant to what our readership is looking for? Yeah. So we have a few top 10 pieces on um, the enrollment cliff and what that is doing in higher ed and, and the worry that that brings with it. Um, but one of our pieces from a professor at the University of Texas looks at how it's an alternate view of the enrollment cliff. And it looks at how the enrollment cliff could impact student populations who want to upskill. And that really is a lot of adult students, whether they're, you know, they already have a degree and they're returning to expand that learning, or maybe they've got some degree or some credits and no degree, and how universities can take this opportunity to focus on those student populations and and create a supportive environment for these adult learners. And the the adult learner population, I, I really enjoy our coverage of that because I think with with so much emphasis on all these new skills that members of our workforce are going to need. And again, you know, that does go back a little bit to to AI. You need to have familiarity with that technology as well. I think the upskilling and the reskilling, I think those are really important things to pay attention to as we think about who we are offering higher education to and which student populations we're focusing on. Because I think that that now the the typical student is not necessarily that student who enrolls in higher ed right out of high school and earns a degree in four years, and then they're off on their merry way. I think we have a lot of these returning learners and a lot of these adult learners, and paying attention to that population really kind of also strengthens what the universities can offer and and how many you know students they're attracting as well. Yeah, you know, I think that the topic of AI and higher ed kind of coincides with the conversations over the past couple of years about what the future of higher education looks like at all, right? I mean, the, during during COVID, there were some some really dire reports about what it's going to mean, and, and it still continues. I mean, I think this is a space where there's just it's rife with change. One of the interesting things is, uh, you know, we had our conversation about the top 10 stories all over on the K-12 side, and everybody can click over to East School News. We'll make sure there's a link there if they don't know already. But there was nary a, a mention of AI in, in that space. But I think because of the ramifications of, of what, we're, what we're talking about, specifically for higher ed, I mean, that's, that's why it was so front and center. I'll ask you this. Uh, I don't know. If, I'll go off script here a little bit. But if you could peek down in the in the list below, say the top ten that we're going to be posting, what what were some of other stories beyond AI that at least maybe cracked into the uh, into the top sphere? Yeah, we definitely have a lot about the student experience, um, student engagement, how to meet students' expectations. Because I think and now with with how much higher education costs and just kind of the economy in general. 
you know, students and whether that's a student and his or her family or students on their own or students with other, you know, guardians or or advisors, they really are making very careful choices about where they're investing their money and their time and what they're going to get out of that investment. So the student experience is seems to be a really big priority for schools and then how to how to engage their students. And we saw this also in our um, we uh, conducted an eCampus News Reader survey not long ago. And and we saw this reflected as well. And a lot of our survey participants were particularly concerned with boosting student engagement and really forging relationships with their students and supporting their students on their academic journeys. So I, I think that those are some big priorities as well. Excellent. And I think they'll begin to crack the top 10 next year as maybe the, the hype over AI starts to recede a little bit. I mean, it's not going away, obviously. I mean, it's going to be baked into, into everything that that we do. But I think once it, it just kind of settles out, um, we'll start to see some other things bubble up. So I encourage everybody who's listening to scroll down and, and look at the uh, the stories individually as they've been posted. We, Laura's been putting them up through the week and scroll down and see and send us some notes on what you think are some of the biggest trends of 2023. And while you're at it, maybe throw a few predictions at us as, as well. So Laura, I appreciate your time as always. Always fun to kind of chat the ed tech here and look forward to uh, doing it in the new year. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. And that's all there is for this episode of Innovations in Education. And that's all there is for the year of 2023. I want to take this time to thank all of our listeners for clicking in and contributing to the conversations that we're having here. It's a very satisfying place to really find out the latest and greatest on what's happening in the ed tech space. I appreciate all of your ideas and your insights and look forward to working with you in the months ahead. Happy New Year from Kevin Hogan and eCampus News.